Hi everyone, Sahila here, your wellness expert. I'm one of the first internal medicine doctor to have started medical influencing online that is completely free of cost for everyone around the globe to benefit. I talk about yoga, spirituality, health and wellness, fitness and relationships. Your complete step-by-step guide to a better and a healthy future. No gimmicks, just facts. So get ready folks for today's topic. everyone this is Sahila your wellness expert and this time I'm here to talk about a subject that will interest all the women yes here are five things you didn't know about your menstrual cycle five important things let's get started number one the magic trio of time moon and the cycle of life the normal menstrual cycle is 28 days in the middle of the four-week cycle and that is after two weeks into the cycle the ovary happens and at the end of four weeks the menstruation occurs which means the egg that was released during ovulation for purpose of creating life was not utilized and it needs to be expelled similar to the way we excrete our urine or feces This is why females have a third opening in the pelvic area, unlike males who have only two openings. Now, if you closely observe this 28-day cycle, the number 28 comes from the number of days the moon takes to rotate the planet Earth. Now, in the middle of the two-week cycle is Purnima, when the moon is full circle, rich and brightest looking and the most prettiest. You can easily correlate this with the woman's ovulation time when our ovary releases the egg and is ready to mate. You will also notice the woman to be extremely pretty and glowing during this phase. Even hormonally, the estrogen and progesterone are at a peak during the ovulation time. So that is why we have ovulatory kits in the market to recognize this peak and couples who have difficulty in conception are advised to mate during this time to increase the chances of pregnancy and at amavasya is when the four week ends and the menstruation occurs now before calendars were invented women would calculate their menstrual cycle using the moon shape of the moon if the woman fails to ovulate on time then it can be related to certain illnesses like pcos thyroid problems etc and if you've had regular cycles and you missed your period at the end of the four weeks then that is important to know because you could be pregnant So this relationship between the moon and time of our menstrual cycles is not coincidental and in fact this is the basis for Vedic astrology. This is how our ancestors predicted astrology using various planetary positions. Now number two, how safe are the oral contraceptive pills? Now many hormone pills have been introduced since 1970s in the market to control the menstrual cycles, mostly used for contraception and sometimes to regularize the periods. So what essentially these hormone pills are doing is adding a very high dose of menstrual hormones which is estrogen and progesterone that are synthetic in nature. So our body gets sensitized to these high circulating hormones and it sends the pituitary gland to stop stimulating our ovary and hence our ovary stops the production of natural estrogen and progesterone. 
the ovulation does not occur when we are taking oral contraceptive pills this is because of the negative feedback loop that is seen in endocrinology now here are the two problems with taking oral contraceptive pills number 1 the oral contraceptive pills is designed to act against the nature or the cycle of life because it inhibits the ovulation number 2 whenever we eat something synthetic it has serious consequences because our body recognizes it as foreign and is unable to disintegrate Now in USA alone 70 million women use oral contraception pills on a daily basis. So what are the side effects of failure to disintegrate these pills? Number 1 blood clots, weight gain, high blood pressure, nausea, headache, mood swings. Studies have also shown that it can cause breast cancer as well. So I can't tell you how many times I have seen teenage girls in the emergency room with big blood clots in the legs and had they delayed in coming in they could die. Number 3 childhood obesity So there are five hormones similar to estrogen and progesterone that are FDA approved in the market and are available as injection pellets used in farming industries. Now such pellets are inserted behind the animal's ear either a cow or a chicken or a pig and it is releases one pill a day on a daily basis. This cannot be avoided today and is necessary to meet the high demands of the meat and dairy consumers which are growing. This is what gave rise to the concept of veganism today in America. Remember vegans did not arise from a religious organization. Instead it was based on a fact that they decided to forbid themselves to get exposed to any kind of synthetic hormones in their dairy or meat. Now I know what most of you are thinking. I use organic milk so I must be protected. Organic milk consumption is costlier and has longer expiration date because they use less hormones but more preservatives to keep the demand supply chain. So either way it is not completely safe. So now you can you must ask me what happens if I consume these hormones in my dairy and meat? Obviously they are in small amounts. So how bad can it be? Now I can't tell you how many times mothers come to me and say my child hardly eats anything and still he or she is gaining weight and when I dig into their eating eating habits invariably I will realize that he or she is consuming a lot of dairy products starting from milk to packaged yogurt to ice cream butter cheese etc oftentimes parents don't consider such products as food so childhood obesity is a big problem problem in america and it is slowly rising in other countries as well as the farming industry grows so an average chicken was weighing about 900 grams in 1950 and it started weighing about 1400 grams in the 1980s and today an average chicken that is grown in a farm weighs about 4000 grams now transpire these numbers and weights to the food our kids are eating today and you can understand why they are gaining weight number 4 early puberty and breast cancer 
Young girls today reach puberty early and they are called early bloomers meaning they reach puberty before the age of 12 sometimes i see even 9 years and 10 years attaining puberty again this is very closely related to the hormones in the milk and dairy and meat and how much of these products the young girl has consumed in early days so when a young girl consumes these kind of food products which has synthetic hormones it will cause the same effects on that girl like it produces on the farm animals so the girls can start growing breasts early they can cause early puberty and they can become obese again you can ask me how does it matter at what age the girl reaches puberty early or late Now here is a caveat women with early menarche are known to be a risk factor for development of breast cancer later in life for the simple reason that they are exposed to estrogens and progesterones for a longer duration in their life so number 5 a typical life cycle of rose now i am going to paint a typical life cycle of rose who is a baby girl born in <coughs> sorry a low middle class family to a single mother her mom has to go to work so rose was fed cow's milk from day 1 and even her diet was very typical to the american diet which consists of frozen nuggets milk shakes beef burgers now due to the early on exposure of the hormones in milk and dairy she gained weight her breasts grew larger than her peers and she attained puberty at 10 By 13 she wanted to be sexually active and it's very common in 2021 for girls to try this. She gets hold of oral contraceptive pills from her friends and tries them and it she realized it gave her freedom because she can have sex unprepared. It seems to work efficiently 99% of the time in preventing pregnancy. At age 23 Rose graduated from a local college and finds a job as a hairdresser and by 30 she's married to her boyfriend who works as an accountant in a small local bank. At 30 Rose decides for the first time to stop taking the pills because she wants to get pregnant. Now Rose's ovaries are confused because her ovaries have not ovulated in more than 10 years and the ovaries are asking the pituitary gland which is the master gland what should i do should i wait for the synthetic estrogen pills or should i produce my own i'm not ready to produce my own because i don't have the raw materials ready so rose waits for a year and nothing happens she doesn't get pregnant she goes to her obstetrician who suggests in vitro fertilization or a test tube baby Currently about 8 million test tube babies are produced in the world per year. The fertilization specialist asks her to take take clomiphene which is another kind of hormones but more strong and more potent than estrogen which will make her ovaries ovulate multiple times. Such injections were given to Rose every day on a monthly basis. Now the ovaries are overworking and they are producing 5 and 10 eggs every month. The fertilization specialist collects them and in the lab and fertilizes them with the selected husband sperms. And a few of these selected zygotes were implanted in Rose's uterus and she gave birth to a beautiful baby girl at um, at uh, 35. 
when rose is 40 she comes to me with a mammogram report that is positive for breast cancer should i be surprised i feel very pity and that is the reason why i am making this podcast but i'm not surprised because rose was exposed to synthetic hormones right from the day one either in dairy or meat and later as oral contraceptive pills and later as ovulation pills for the ivf her bodies and her ovaries have hardly experienced a natural menstrual cycle they were constantly exposed to fluctuating and high estrogen levels all the time so my beautiful sister folks let's wake up and see what we are doing to our beautiful bodies what are we feeding it and what are we exposing our breasts and ovaries to on a daily basis remember when we become one with nature we become alive again So stick to your natural menstrual cycle as much as possible. The routine 28-day cycle wherein at 2 weeks we ovulate and at 4 weeks we menstruate just like the way we were supposed to do. Now if you enjoy this podcast share your comments and share with your friends again the five things you didn't know about your menstrual cycle number 1 the magic trio of moon time and the cycle of life number 2 how safe are these oral contraceptive pills number 3 childhood obesity number 4 early puberty and breast cancer number 5 a typical life cycle of rose so share this um, podcast with your um, Don't forget to share them with your sisters, mothers, girlfriends and daughters. Until next time this is Sahila your wellness expert signing off. Thank you. Bye bye.